After a long time, Joe Gatula. And with me, of course, is my lovely wife, Regina. Hello. You sound so unsure of yourself. Like you don't know who you are. It's because I am unsure of myself. We haven't had a podcast in in how many months? I mean, years. <laughs> it's no. been like a year and a half. So, I mean, when was the last Game of Thrones episode? It was the August, end of August of 2017. So our lives were drastically different. I think we were also drastically different people <laughs> when Game of Thrones happened. We added a new person. Yeah. So we changed careers. So let's I guess let's start there. <laughs> First off, this is going to be a quick episode. It's kind of a warm-up episode and we're just going to try to get back into the groove before Sunday's premiere. Mm-hmm. Um a lot has changed. Um I also feel like I haven't heard your voice speak this loud after 7:30 <laughs> p.m. in a very long time. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons we're that we're usually I feel, whispering. That's one of the reasons I feel so unsure because, as you all know, um, during the last podcast and the last season, Regina was pregnant with our, our beautiful daughter Pippa. Mm-hmm. Um, she is now a fully grown toddler, and she's eighteen months old. She has evolved. Yeah, and when she wakes up from us talking too loudly, um, our night is ruined. So, yes. Uh, it's it's actually quite uncomfortable for us to be talking at a, a, a decibel level higher than, I don't know, two or three. Which I think when we watch Game of Thrones on Sunday, it's going to be even a bigger problem because we're going to have to watch it on 10 volume. Yeah. And I feel like it's going to change the experience because when we were dinks, we were yeah. watching it full-blown, surround sound, loud, screaming. Yeah, one of the things Arguing. we were talking about either like, you know, sending her to a babysitter maybe <laughs> at least for the finale no. or something. I, I don't know. I think that's still on the table. We'll no, see. I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, we moved from Los Angeles. We live yes. in the Bay Area. Um, mixed feelings. We, we miss, no, it's, it's we fine. Miss, we miss Los Angeles, but, you know, life opportunities up here are, are, are very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've changed careers yeah. and... It's interesting for someone who has read the books in the last time, like the first book came out in 1996, and they're finally going to watch the show to find out the end. It's like, we talk about our lives changing in 18, 22 months. Can you imagine someone who read the book in 1996 and how different their lives are now? Yeah. And Jon Snow still knows nothing. Yeah. At least something hasn't changed. Um, Getting into Game of Thrones a little bit. Some of our anger. (laughs) And our general feelings about season seven, you'll know if you are avid listeners of R plus J equals podcast last year, or 2017, <laughs> we were pretty unhappy, especially with the, the tail end of the season. But what we're going to do is, if you want to hear our criticisms from last year, you should just go back. We're going to try to be a yeah, little bit... Yeah, I don't want to rehash yeah, all of that. We don't want to rehash all the anger that we have at at what went wrong with the previous season. We want to look forward and be excited about the future season. So if you want to like hear about our criticisms, just go back. There's plenty of it at a higher decibel level. I think I'm more for this season. I think for season seven, I was very hyped. For season six, I was even more hyped. 
Now, I think it's, you know, I'm more cautiously hyped. Like, I'm obviously, like, excited and I can't stop thinking about Sunday. But I'm like, oh, my God, by next week, we're going to watch the first episode of Game of Thrones. We're going to know what it's like. But, like, I also think it's mixed in with, like, this is the last season. There's only six episodes. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. But, like, I don't know how good it's going to be. And how much they can really do in six episodes. Knowing what season seven was like, it's they broke all the rules of the world in terms of timing, pacing, all of that. And I'm sure the battles and the the drama in terms of action and CGI and fights, that's all gonna be top notch. It's all gonna be sure. They have great directors coming back for this season. No more Alan Taylor. Exactly. Miguel Sapochnik is coming back for two episodes and then So that's So we know that stuff is gonna be good. And I think we're gonna look forward to it, even watching it on ten volume on our TV. (laughs) It'll still be exciting. I, I think that's a good kind of thought to have it's like at least we know the spectacle will be there right it'll be good like action it'll be insane Mm -hmm. it'll be unpredictable because we that's something game of thrones will always have unpredictability i don't know you seem to figure out the other day the entire ending and you were so proud of yourself you're like i just figured out what's gonna happen in game of thrones Mm -hmm. i mean i I, actually think i I feel like I personally know the structure of what's going to happen this season. And well, it's I'll, obvious what I'll the be, structure is. And I'll be completely honest. I haven't read any leaks. I mm-hmm. haven't read any, like, not really any theories. And I actually have not watched any of the trailers. Yeah. I have not. I have not. I literally know nothing. I'm like Jon Snow. I don't know anything. I don't even know yeah. what people look like. I didn't ever look at the photos that they released. I didn't look at yeah. any of the costumes on the magazines that they yeah. did photo and, shoots like I don't know anything and we'll be honest with the the less amount of free time you have after having a kid <laughs> it's a little bit easier to avoid I that mean, kind of stuff you have other other crazy shit going on there's always time to you know kind of obsess over Game of Thrones okay yeah. I can stop everything and talk about Game of Thrones for a um, good hour if you had to put your level of excitement into a number one to ten what would it be so my excitement I want to say a ten it's just it, there's a different layer to it. I'm just cautiously okay, excited. Let's, let's let's use a barometer. Let's use a barometer. Sure. Um, I'm going to use other media and other things that are coming up, and you can tell me those numbers okay. one to ten. Um, Star Wars Episode Nine, one to ten. I'm excited. not excited because I hated the Last Jedi. Okay. That's a different podcast. That's a different podcast for a different time. And something no, I don't think you know. It's wants. funny because like through when the Last Jedi came out, and then when season seven Game of Thrones came out, and with the Last Jedi, it wasn't for me really about the logic. It was just more about the story and how they built up everything in Force Awakens, and then they kind of just shat. They <laughs> shat on it basically. Versus, for me, the problem with season seven is that they were like hey, we have this goal. We don't really know how to do it, so let's just kind of yeah. try to do it and try to cover our illogical like uh, approach to it with just fluff and blasts yeah. and dragons and fires. Yeah. And you know what? The mass won't care because yeah. they love us, yeah. which is true. I mean, people still loved it. The mass loved it. They had scale. It was great. Number one to ten, the uh, Star Wars Episode Nine. what's your level end of anticipation? Six. Okay. Um, Avengers Endgame. What's your level of excitement? I mean, Avengers is predictable, but... It's predictable? <laughs> I mean, like, you know, not all those people are going to die. Yeah. So, 
eight, nine, eight okay. and a half. Okay, so now with those two in mind, what's your number for Game of Thrones? I mean, 9.75. Okay. okay, that's fair. Um, for me, my numbers are uh, for Star Wars, I would probably say a, a seven. I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, for Avengers Infinity War, you know, I'm a Marvel fanboy. Um, that's a 10. That's mm-hmm. probably a 15, to be honest. I think it's going to be fantastic. And the way that they pulled off Infinity War was very shocking. And mm-hmm. I was really happy with it. Um, for Game of Thrones, it's somewhere in the middle. Let's put it at a 7.5. It's not. Really? It's, that's it? It's a not 7.5? Yeah. And I think. That's really not huge. I think it's a lot, especially coming from when we rewatched this season. And I think that's something for us to go into now. How did we prep for this year's podcast and this year's season? Um, in general, what we did, because we're like, we don't want to rewatch the yeah, whole Yeah, and I did a whole rewatch before season seven anyways, mm-hmm. one like one through yeah. six. So. so what we did was rank in seasons one through five, basically, mm-hmm. or one through six. One through five. One through five. We watched our top ten favorite episodes. And the ones that mattered the most. In addition to, like, necessary ones. Yeah. So, and then from there, we watched basically all of six and Mm -hmm. seven to get truly caught up and have more details to be able to talk about. So that's our level of preparation. Last night, we finished. And like I said, we're not going to talk too much about our I will say, though, you were very angry last night. Last night, I, I vented a lot about how much I disliked the plan i disliked the execution of the episode the lack of logic um but i don't want to read you're talking about the episode yeah, six episode six mm-hmm. i don't want to go back into that so that's what but in general that's what we did to prepare for this season but i you did have a re- revelation that in something that you told me that i didn't know because in the podcast that we discussed in 2017, you didn't mind the ice dragon. But yes, last night you were saying you completely hate yeah. the concept of the ice dragon, which was surprising to me because no, 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 I don't. I didn't really realize you hated that concept, and you think that. So I think I hate the everyone. Concept. Joe actually thinks that they shouldn't have even moved yeah. forward with the ice dragon. I, I, think I hate the concept because I think it was just a random concept that George probably had. He's like, yeah, we're going to eventually have an ice dragon. But he's probably like, oh, yeah, but I'm not sure how we're going to get there, but we'll get there. In Joe's mind, it's impossible to kill a dragon. Yeah. That's like, what you said yesterday. There's a lot of, like, if you think about it, dragon glass kills White Walkers, right? And Valyrian steel, which I believe is forged in the fires from, from the dragons, mm-hmm. also kills White Walkers. So why would an ice javelin from the White Walkers be able to kill? Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to dwell on it too much. I'm I'm still a little bit I'm still really upset at that episode and I encourage everybody listening to rewatch um, basically the loot train on and because it's actually really jarring how much logic they throw out the window, not yeah. just in terms of the timelines, but the plan and all those things. Yeah, and we looked up the map because you know, at this point I'm trying to do just logic leaps in my head and just make it better in my head and I was like, you know what, maybe when they went to East Watch and they were, you know, in the little island or whatnot, it was probably half a mile away from the wall. And then yeah. Joe looked up the map and some dude did like some 60 analysis. Miles. It's 60 miles. And so for Gendry to run from that point to East Watch, it would have taken him. I mean, average marathon runner was like 26 six miles hours or something and like that. Five, four, six hours. Yeah. It would have taken him like. 
12 to 20 hours. <laughs> anyways, anyways, like we said, we don't want to dwell into just, it. We encourage everybody to at least watch all of season seven if you can. Yeah, for sure. Um, you should definitely watch season seven. To get a feel for it. But then, so let me take the lighter side of this. Um, my brother-in-law, Jacob, he likes to do something like, basically he calls it, oh, just fix it in your head. You fix it in your head canon, yeah, right? It's right. like, oh, just get over Suspend your disbelief a little bit. I think the thing that's annoying is that most of the time, Game of Thrones, they earned their consequences. They earned their big moments. uh, And we didn't have to, like, delete things in our mind. Mm -hmm. But now we're at the point where Game of Thrones is at that level. It's blockbuster. It's big. It's Mm -hmm. not just prestige TV. It's not like a Breaking Bad. So let's just accept that, right? Let's accept that it's going to be great spectacle. Hopefully they've learned a little from their criticisms. Mm -hmm. And I think um, one of the quotes that I heard from interviews Mm -hmm. and articles is that they really want people to like it. Mm -hmm. And and I hope that means they heard some of the criticisms because people really didn't like season seven. I mean, they said that they want it to be like the Breaking Bad series finale Mm -hmm. where, you know, obviously when you have such a mass audience, you're not going to please every single person. But with Breaking Bad, the consensus was like it was wrapped up pretty cleanly. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they basically addressed everything from the prior seasons and it was basically tied in a bow and that was it. And I think that's what their approach, that's what the goal is for the last season. Um, And, you know, some people hated the Breaking Bad series finale. Some like you said that it gen- wrapped up too clean. But I'd say like, generally people were like ninety percent positive. Yeah, yeah, it was ninety percent because it was it was so clean, yeah. like in terms of just wrapping it up. Yeah. And I'll take and that. closure. I'll take that. And so maybe they're approaching it this way, but I don't want to put too much faith in them because I just I don't think they're good fantasy writers. Yeah. I don't. And if you watch season seven, ninety percent of the episodes are written by them including the worst one of the season and i just think they don't care about the fantasy element of it so they're just and and the fact that they're like oh let's just do six episodes their priorities are more into the big blockbuster action so even though they might say like do we want to be like breaking bad Mm -hmm. i don't think it'll be as good (laughs) as so that kind of gets into our kind of final segment predictions and hopes not nothing like major i'd say just general hopes for the season I mean, general hopes, I hope the character moments that we saw a little bit in season seven is better and more in season eight, but I don't know how they're going to do that in six episodes. So that's what I hope Mm -hmm. we'll see. Um, I hope like there's not all of these mental logics that we need to figure out. Like we had to do mental gymnastics, like we had to do with Sansa and Arya and like why that whole scenario made sense. But it was really at the end of the day for shock value. They like admitted that. Um, Soft predictions. I mean, like everybody knows Daenerys is going to be with child. That is about 99% obvious with all of the foreshadowing that they did towards the end of season seven it's it's just so blatant that yeah. she's going to be pregnant. I don't think she'll be like maybe pregnant like episode two. Maybe um, she'll have be pregnant towards the end. But either way, there's definitely going to be some sort of baby inside her. Soon. On on the other side of that, my prediction about Cersei's baby is it confirmed to not either not be real or the baby or she miscarried. I ha- I don't know. I it can go way, I both way for me. I after, can't tell. After rewatching Seven and look probably trying to confirm my own bias. 
I truly think she's not pregnant, mm-hmm. and she's been trying to use that as a final thing to try to mm-hmm. keep Jamie. Um, Awkward reunions, what do you think? Sansa, John, and Daenerys will be a little awkward, but I'm hoping that it's not going to have a ton of... There's not a lot of time for that kind of stupid mm-hmm. drama, northerner drama, mm-hmm. right? Jamie and Bran. Even though Bran oh, I don't think Bran, Bran won't care. care. I know he doesn't He'll care. He'll just be like, it's okay because that's on, on my path. But on Jamie's end, it's going to be, if he makes it to Winterfell, who yeah. knows? It's. I think it'll be a little bit awkward for him. Cause Wait, if Jamie makes it to Winterfell, what's going to happen? Jamie's going to die on the know. King's Road? No, I don't know. It seems like all of my predictions for season seven like 75% of it was wrong so yeah. whatever but he I think he's gonna feel a little bit awkward definitely feel a little bit bad because he's just so desperate to be good that's gonna be awkward mm-hmm. I always said I feel like Daenerys meeting Sam is gonna be awkward just because she burned his brother and father and he doesn't know yeah, he I doesn't know. know I don't know if that will be a thing I don't think that's enough to warrant more than a four minute scene mm-hmm yeah, maybe. Maybe you're right. Also, if you think about it, Sam really didn't care that much about it. He stole the sword. Right. He doesn't right. love his father, but I mean. They, his father stripped him right. of his lands and his birthright. And sent him to the wall. I so totally get it. He might. Care. He doesn't care probably, but it'll still be I'll, maybe a thing. I'll say that if, if this season is spent on these awkward, if there's enough time spent on these awkward, terrible moments, I'm like, you guys are all just wasting time. No. Like, I don't give a fuck about this. Based on, like, what we've seen, they're not yeah. going to focus on that. Um, reunions I'm looking forward to. I'm actually oddly looking forward to Tyrion and Sansa reuniting. No, Because yeah. I think, we've you know, yeah, yeah, I think Sansa has literally no ill will towards Tyrion. And Tyrion always treated Sansa very nicely. So I, I'm kind of looking to see what they're relationship and their chemistry would be like i'm looking forward to john and aria being reunited i think that will be really sweet even better when john and sansa reunited so i think those are the the two reunions that i'm looking forward to that we're hopefully going to see right off the bat first episode so i'd say the one thing that i kind of want to try to wrap up on is and i'm springing this on you i didn't tell you about this is I want you to predict three guaranteed deaths. Okay. And guarantee them. Like, they're definitely going to die. What happens if I'm wrong? Nothing happens if you're wrong. But, like, (laughs) if you had to put money down, you would Uh say these three people die. And does it have to be main or side? So many questions I have. Everybody's a main character at this point. Okay, well, you know, Pod might not be a main character. Anybody at the meeting. And Sansa and Arya. And Bran. Okay, Okay, just... (laughs) <laughs> Three people that you're guaranteed to die. Okay. Um, Ghost doesn't count. He's not even going to show up. Ghost. CG, I, oh, you CG know, that's budget. the hope. John and Ghost reunion. I hope there's that. Okay, so three guaranteed debts. Definitely Beric Dondarrion, mm-hmm. for sure, because that's his last life. Um, I that. will say... Bri- I mean, he Bri- could have already died. Yeah, no, I think he he's going to play a role in the final, final battle. Um, I definitely do think Brienne is going to die. Really? Yes. And I definitely, so I, it's hard, it's, I, for me, it can go John or Danny. I don't, both of them won't live. You gotta pick one. (sighs) If I have to pick one. You gotta pick one. I'm going to say. One of these incest fuckers. (laughs) 
Um, I'm Kate, dude. It's unintentional. They don't know that they're related. <laughs> okay. One of those incest people have to die. Um, well, it would be a shame if Daenerys, after all that she's been through, gets pregnant and then dies in childbirth because it seems like that's all important women are just dying in childbirth. So I'm going to say she lives. Oh, but you know what? That John doesn't vision, have to die. If that, you don't, if you think both of them survive, that's fine. That's I don't think fine. both of them will survive. Okay, I think so then John, John will die. Daenerys will live, um, and three. her baby will live. That's, okay, the three that I believe will absolutely die: Jamie Lannister, mm-hmm. because fans have a lot of goodwill for him. We like him. I think he'll probably kill Cersei. Yeah, um, but then Jamie will sure. die as well. Um. And Cersei doesn't count as my prediction because I'm not willing to put money on that. Um, second person that I think is guaranteed to die. Between John and Danny, who do you think will die? I want to save that for the end. Okay. For mine. Fair um, enough. Second person that will die. I think Theon will die because it's yes, a similar thing. that's a good um, one. We all have goodwill. He redeemed himself. Mm-hmm. And it will be gut-wrenching and mm-hmm. people will cry. I will definitely cry because right? I love Theon. I like Theon as well. I think he's one of the best actors on the show. Mm-hmm. Finally, I'd say John dies. I'm John willing. Dies. I'm willing to bet a lot. All right, of money. so we are, we are in yeah, agreement. I'm on that. willing to bet a lot of money. Um, Tony, I'm willing to bet an amiibo that John dies. <laughs> I I think it's it's set up that way. Mm-hmm. He's tried to kill himself. Basically, mm-hmm. he's been suicidal. He's a tragic <laughs> hero. He's gonna find out that he's fucking his aunt, and he's gonna be really depressed, and he's probably not gonna tell her. Yes, uh, and then he's I, gonna that, die. That is and, definitely. And good. if he dies, it secures their child as the future heir. Whereas right. if they were an incest couple, then it would be invalid because invalid. incest is. Has I learned during yeah. a couple of first season episodes, relearned that incest is illegal. Yep. Uh, in Westeros, especially in King's Landing, John will need to secure the baby's uh, safety kind of it's going to be pretty poetic because if you think about it that's what ned did right so like he kept his his parentage essentially a secret and to protect the baby and the baby never knew who his true parents were that's exactly what john's gonna do and well the baby is going to know i think john and danny are his her mother father but i don't think it will be revealed to Daenerys and the child that John was actually her nephew. I think when John finds out, whether it's through Bran or Sam or both of them, he was going to keep that close to his chest. He's not going to tell Daenerys, and Daenerys is going. And the reason why he's not going to tell Daenerys, I think, is because he would have already found out that she's pregnant, and if she were yeah. to. Exactly. you know have a baby out of incest that would be a thing and he was probably going to have to marry her because he doesn't want the baby to be a bastard yeah. like him or i guess he technically isn't a bastard but grow up to be a bastard so he's going to be forced to marry his aunt keep that a secret die with that secret and and he can continue brooding and being emo all the time but the problem that i have with this is that Danny's vision in season 2 of her going to the throne and almost touching it and then immediately goes to the wall and sees Khal Drago. That's the only thing that kind but of. But she like, already did that. She, she went did. to the wall, rather than just destroying King's Landing. Then why is Khal Drogo out there? I'm hoping that the writers are just 
gonna acknowledge that i think there's a lot of different things like that premonition and that prophecy that i hope that the writers respect it right there's tons of prophecies in the show there's lots of things especially that vision i think it's a really really important one that because it kind of sets the stage for all of daenerys's story arc right i hope they acknowledge it and if they don't i'll be really disappointed right or maybe they won't and then everyone just forgets about it and maybe it just was like represented something else that we didn't figure out and i'm sure somebody else will figure out in the internets of the world so we shall see do they really have time to address it in just six episodes with the first episode being what did you say 50 minutes (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's gonna be like a six hour movie i feel like we could also just have a whole tangent and and kind of discussion about all the different prophecies whether it's yeah. The, the I mean, prophecy the, about um, Cersei, Cersei. yeah, but gets killed by. And... You, I will say the prophecies in the show are definitely more limited than That's in the true. book, so they probably prioritized certain visions because Daenerys had a lot more visions, right, yeah. in the books versus what they showed in the show. So what they did show is obviously important, but you know we don't know why. Yeah, what those visions mean yet? So hopefully we'll put the two and two together, and it doesn't have to be obviously told to us but it should be kind of wrapped up like those little yeah. things that we want them to give and, us closure and on. that's what makes a good series finale right that's what mm-hmm. ge- makes a good final season mm-hmm. it's to acknowledge you don't have to answer every single question but at least acknowledge the important ones mm-hmm. and hopefully game of thrones will do that um we'll see we'll see i'm excited and you know i'm kind of also sad that we can't watch it live at 6 p.m like we used to we're gonna be one of those people that has to watch it after everybody's done watching it. So don't text <laughs> us. We're not gonna. We're not I'm gonna turning respond. off my phone. Don't call us. We're not gonna pick, pick up. up. <laughs> um, just leave us alone. <laughs> and with that, um, hope everybody enjoys Sunday's episode. Obviously, we'll be releasing our episode every Tuesday morning. So can't wait to get the mailbag questions again and all of that jazz (laughs) thanks for listening everybody